Hello and welcome, Royal Family. You are now tuned in to the Family on Fire podcast. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. What's going on, folks? We are back at it. You heard the intro. Let's do it. But before we get started, as usual, have to make sure that I do not forget my lovely co-host, Miss Cheney Chanel Zenders. How are you, honey? I'm great. Only you can ever say my name like that. That's how you say it. Cheney Chanel Zenders. No, that's not how you just said it. But it makes me feel all bubbly inside. Oh, that's how I always say it. <laughs> um, yeah, we're back at it. Well, we are, we are rocking and rolling. How was your day? I know you went for a nice long walk and you yeah you had a good day yeah i took the kids me and my boo bestie sister went for a walk did not intend on walking that long but you know when you get to talking you don't realize how far you went until you realize you got to walk back i was like yeah we're gonna turn around right here because you get about about 16 (laughs) miles out and you figure out "Mm, i gotta go back 16 miles right let me just catch this uber real quick and go back to the house so we walked, talked, um, came home, played with the kids, took the kids to the store. Y'all, my 18-month-old went complete ham, molten, in the store. Over a box of Rice Krispie Treats. I about fell on the floor. I was like, seriously? And then I just laughed at her. Which it, she, she wants Rice Krispie Treats. It just made her mad. And then she came in home and helped me finish off my bowl of cereal that I had. But today was a good day. Good, good. Now, if you were listening to this, you're probably listening to it a day after, but that's okay. So, you're listening to it on Wednesday. She did all the walking and everything on Tuesday. Just so you guys are aware. Because you're like, how are you, how are you walking at 8 in the morning? I'm, oh, I'm not. <laughs> I'm barely just rolling over. Both my kids still sleep. Oh, goodness. But so um so we're gonna get right into the topic. Um, we were going through uh, some of the Instagram posts, some of the Facebook posts, and trying to you know just gather all of the topics that all of our listeners and all of our 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 our, our family, our friends, uh, were just giving us suggestions on what to talk about. So the one that we pulled out of the out of the pile today was uh, is going to be determining short-term and long-term goals for each other and for each other for each other's purpose and passion and how they intertwine within the kingdom and what what God has called you to now we are not um we are not ignorant to believe that people that may listen to this are not believers so we're going to try to give it to you you know kind of give you our perspective um, from a natural sense as well as from, from from a from a kingdom sense, but I want you just to understand what we're talking about as far as short term and long term goals in a marriage, in a relationship, in a covenant with someone else. I mean, it's going to be completely different if it's just you by yourself. I mean, not too different, but it's a little different. Um, but yes, yeah, so, but we're gonna we're gonna attack we're gonna tackle it from a from a married from a married standpoint. So the Bible verse that we're going to come from, that we're going to use today to kind of get things going is uh, from Proverbs chapter 16, verse 9. And it reads, the heart, the heart of man plans his way, but the Lord establishes his steps. I felt, I think that this goes, um, 
goes in line we're talking about short-term longer long-term goals the plans that we have for ourselves and how that fits into the plan that God has for us I don't want us to get too far away from talking about our plans and our short-term goals when we're to, when when Cheney and I are talking about our plans our short-term long-term goals our purpose our passion it took some time for us to kind of get to this point because we spent a lot of time doing what we wanted to do instead of taking a step back and looking at what God what God has called us to. That's most people. Most people spend a lot of their time going, what do I want to do? What do I want to do? And once you take yourself out of the equation and you start really seeking, seeking God for that answer, that's when you really start to get the assignment. You really start to get the mission details and the, and the mission you know, intelligence. Um, on, I'm laughing because I'm thinking about military, but you start getting the, you know, you start getting the, the information you need to, to get, to get where you need to get to. So I, you know, I got a couple of questions here and I'm going to start with, uh, with, with Cheney first. So, uh, well, no, let, okay. Let's, let's define short-term and long-term goals first. So a short-term goal is something that's been what, what would you say, babe? Like a year, two years? Uh, a year at the most. A year when at I the think most. short-term Short term, I think, three, six, nine, twelve months. Okay, so yeah, so three months, six months, nine months, twelve months. Okay, yeah, we can use that that um that measurement for short term goals. Your long term goals are going to be what eighteen months plus. Yeah, I think it's a gray area. Yeah. At five, once you like five years, that's definitely a long term goal. Yeah, and you know what? And it, but you know, and it's and it's weird because I I've heard people say short term goals are five years. I guess it depends on what it is, but five years is a long time. It is. It might not it be is. now that I got kids because my baby is like, I'm like, you two already? But it depends on what it is. I could see how some people say that five years is a short-term girl. What, what you like, got? If you, like if you're talking about paying off something that's yeah. a big purchase, I could see that. Yeah, well, even, you know what, and it's, even with, so for the business, for Royal Fire, our short-term goal is five years because we don't plan on... Because in my mind, I think a long-term goal is the next 10, 15, 20 years because we wanted to, you want that longevity. So a short-term goal, the next five years, is of course, to be a, a you know, a 501c3 nonprofit, to have, uh, you know, funds and charities set up, things like that. Those are some things that, that, that we can accomplish in the next five years. Yes. I now, agree. you're talking about international reach and, you know, having the ability to speak to millions of people and all this kind of stuff. That's <laughs> that's the next ten. That's the next ten years. Cause I'm up, still now? trying to figure out. I'm trying to figure out how to get to ten thousand. I mm -mm. we gonna speak increase. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> We're gonna speak increase in the quickness. <laughs> but I'm definitely you know. But of course, you know. Again, we gotta be. We got you know. We're just joking. But we gotta be. You know. Of course, you gotta have smart goals. You know, you gotta have. Yes. You gotta have specific. You gotta have measurable. You gotta have attainable. You gotta have realistic. You gotta have timely. Um, so we're talking about here teaching. <laughs> when we're talking about short-term and long-term goals. That's what we're talking about. Okay, so uh, we'll start. So we'll start with the simple one. So, and we're gonna go individual, short-term, long-term goals, and then we're gonna go into as a collective, as a family, what are our short-term, long-term goals? So we'll start with you, babe. What is your, what is a short-term goal for you? Short-term goal to grow my hair back. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That's so funny because I'm laughing, but that's work in and of itself. Right, that's a long term goal. Um, to not 
have a diet, but to live healthy and change my lifestyle. I'm not trying to reach a number on a scale, but I'm trying to live healthy for my family. To start my coaching program for myself. And to get an upgrade on my wedding ring. <laughs> wow. If y'all could have just seen his face. I just want to throw that in there. I'm just kidding, wow. babe. Wow, you just got an upgrade. <laughs> hey, man. Increase. Um, I would say, so for me, my short-term goal, uh, and this is just for me, you know, of course, I'm pretty sure you guys are all aware we're on the, we're chasing 10,000 students, um, which means in the year 20, in 2018, the goal for me is to speak to 10,000 students. And of course, when I say students, I mean learners. I mean, people who are, are seeking knowledge and seeking understanding that I can get in front of and speak to. And, you know, I, I, I'm kind of, I wouldn't say um, strict, but I would say I, I'm, I'm kind of strict. I'm kind of rigid, in particular and specific on who I call a student and who I call a learner. If I'm in a room full of adults, depending on the topic, I wouldn't necessarily categorize them as, as students. Um, but it all, all depends on the, uh, on, the, on, the, on the content and the information given. So, of course, 10,000 students in the year 2018. The other short-term goal for me is to is to keynote and and keynote and and speak and train on a regular basis. Um, that's a really big goal of mine. That's one of those things you know I've been called I've been called to teach, um, and so the 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 better you get at teaching, the more and more you have to teach. You have to get in front of people and learn body language, learn nonverbal signals, learn how to communicate with a group of people effectively that way when it comes to any information you're able to to deliver it in a certain type of way so um speak to 10,000 students um teach and teach and, and motivate and empower and and really influence people uh, on, a, on a larger scale and i would say lastly um, outside of the business is just to make sure that my wife and my children are taken care of i mean that's one of the that's one of the biggest things that's most important to me which ties into the business you know, making sure that I'm I'm there and I'm available for my family. So those are the short-term goals for me. Um, yeah, those are, those are pretty good short-term goals. I feel like all of yours were business-driven. <laughs> I'm over here. Except for the last one. <laughs> to trying to grow my hair back. <laughs> no, for real, for real. Yo, we trying to go personal. As soon as I got in the military, my main goal, my mission for 2019 Jesus. is your boys growing a beard. I don't care if I gotta use the, the 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 beard follicle growth. I'm putting all kind of stuff on my face. I'm trying to get I'm trying to get the beard game. It's gonna happen. Jeez. So now we're on to long term goals. Okay. Um, so what's your long term goals? Long term. Long term goals. Uh, I want I want to be a six figure earner hey, when it comes to speaking. Shondo. Well, you know that's that's the long term. I want to I want to be able to, in a year, hit that six figure mark. Uh, you know, even if it's you know with with training, with corporate training, with life coaching, with speaking, to be able to hit that six figure mark. Also, I want to be able to actively. So you know, again, we'll go back to the example. We're talking long term is, you know, uh, five, ten, fifteen, twenty years. I want to be able to to be there, for all of my children's events, athletic events. 
recitals, musicals, whatever it is, I want to be able to be in the stands and actively watch my children grow up and experience life. I know that's one of the things that um, I didn't really get the benefit of. And I know that it, it has a lot of, it carries a lot of weight when your children look back and you look back and you say, man, I was there when you broke a string on your violin. I was there when you missed that key during your piano recital and you didn't you didn't break a sweat you went you you stayed the course that's resiliency that's confidence that's power and to be able to be there to have those teaching moments with my children of course i want to be able to make it to where my wife doesn't have to work i mean i will prefer um and she doesn't work now but i will prefer her to do full-time life coaching and, and author and speak and do something that brings her the most joy instead of having to tiptoe in and out of if you know if she should work or not um and lastly i think my biggest thing is uh of course is to teach and preach and to be a you know to be a minister be a pastor that's a long-term goal for me those are some impressive goals <laughs> i'm over here like uh. i'm trying to grow my hair out <laughs> <laughs> i'm still stuck on trying to grow my hair out um my long-term goals man to become an author. I've been writing a book for the past year. It's a process. Um, it is. I want to is. become an author, buy a home, work full-time ministry, and enjoy my family. And why I say that, <laughs> I know people are like, well, how come you don't enjoy your family now? It's not that I don't enjoy my family, but I want us to be in a position where if we decide we randomly want to take a vacation or we just want to spend a random day with the kids, we don't have to worry about calling nobody office to have to take time off or waiting because we don't have leave or worrying about how this is going to affect us financially. I want to just live my everyday life according to the schedule that I have set because I like schedules Yes. and enjoy my family. Kids go to school, kids get out of school, we have homework time, we have dinner, we play, we take vacations. I ain't got to worry about my husband being deployed or going off nowhere. We can work the ministry, work the business, and I get to be under him 24-7. Oh my Yes. <laughs> really? Yes. Oh Long-term goal is to be attached to the hip with my sexy chocolate boot. Sweet mercy. <laughs> um, uh, okay, so, um, so, so as you heard, those are our personal uh, short-term and long-term goals. Um, I'll start with this one because, uh, as the as the head of the household, I think um, these are what you know our goals collectively, and uh, if you. And we always hear from our, uh, you know, our our brother and sister, our mentors, our you, you know, you name it. That's that's who they are to us. But uh, our, you know, our brother Greg always says, anytime you have, you have two visions, you have separate visions in your household. That's what creates the division. That's what creates the the divide. And the and the main prefix in the word division is is divorce. You know, duh. I know. I'm not a, I'm not crazy. 
I know it don't really mean it. Y'all know you, you know, we just kind of just putting stuff together, but it makes so much sense when you have two visions, when you have a separate mindset, when you have two people that are not walking together with the same sight, with the same vision, with the same goals and purpose, you then begin to bunt heads and you and you you don't really have a a a healthy healthy communicating home. And that's the one thing that that Shane and I had to learn. Cause I mean, even when we got married, we never sat down and said, "Hey, what's the vision?" In the first, in the first two years, we never sat three. Ah, well, two years, we never sat down and said, "Hey, what's the vision?" It wasn't until maybe year three that we were blessed and fortunate enough to have people to come into our lives as as mentors with marriage to say, "Okay, what are, what are you guys' vision? What is the purpose for your marriage?" So I mean, I know just one off the bat is as a Xander's household. This is this is Chaney and I. These are our children. Is to is to have a house that works and serves the kingdom, um, whatever it is. I know, uh, as you guys know, Royal Fire itself, it it's now beginning to morph into a ministry, and it's crazy how you know it. It kind of did it on its own. Like I mentioned it before, and I was like, yeah, like like eventually we're gonna have it where it's a ministry, and slowly but surely here we are, <laughs> and it's you know and it's and it's a ministry, and that's what. That's the that was that was the vision that I think we both um, had, and we both got the revelation of that. But you know, we don't want our children. Uh, this is me honestly speaking. I don't think that we want our children to follow in our footsteps. We but we do want them to serve the kingdom, and we want to have a kingdom family. Whatever it is, if they want to sing, dance, if they want to serve, if they want to do whatever it is, we want to make sure that it all goes back to the kingdom, giving honor to God. Um, our vision for the business is to be international. We want to change lives. We want to change the lives of everyone that we come in contact with. Um, and that's nothing, you know, again, for, and it may seem simple, but it's so weird. Anytime that I want to do something, but it doesn't line up with what the family vision is, I kind of get convicted. It's like, oh man, this would be so cool for me to do as a speaker. But then I'm reminded, okay, how does this fit into the ministry? How does this fit into the into, into the ministry of Royal Fire? And some people won't get it because they're like, oh, you should do this. You should go speak here. And then I immediately go back to the idea of how does this fit the ministry? You know, you kind of get those um, those amazing ideas and it's like, eh, that'd be great. Yeah, but they don't fit. You know, and you have to, and this is for anybody that's listening, you have to be really, you have to be prepared for that. Um... Cheney brought up something pretty, you know, really amazing a couple of weeks ago. She was like, I noticed you, you starting to shift in your, in your studying, you starting to shift in your, and uh, how you deliver information and just who you reach out to to speak. She's like, I think it'd be, I think it's turned into more spiritual than anything. And I'm like, yeah, because my mindset began to change. And so the other things I was trying to do didn't just now didn't fit in the mold. I think, uh, and then, you know, we were, she, she was sharing with me today just what, what God was giving her and revelations that she was getting. And they are, you know, and I, now, again, when the two visions begin to begin to line up, and Greg always puts it a good way, when, you know, we have the visions that line up and everything mixes together, instead of having the, the division, you have the provision to receive exactly what, you, what you've been called to receive in your ministry and your marriage. So I think, I think as, as a family... Uh, we're, you know, as a family, we're 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 dead set on what the mission is and what the what the vision is in the short term, and in the long term. 
but I think it just took it took time. It's not one thing where like you get married, it's like ta da! Now our visions come together and <laughs> we're Boy, the Wonder Twins, you know. When I first got married, I won't think about nothing but hunting. That was it. Wasn't no thinking about no vision, being all super deep. I was trying to be deep, but not in that way. And I never really, I didn't think about <laughs> why you looking at me like that. Like you said, that wasn't one of the first things that I thought about. It did take us some time. And I quite honestly didn't have no vision. I was like, well, you the head of the house, so whatever you say the vision is, I'm going to go with it. Yeah. Yeah, I learned that that's not how that works. But now, we good. We rolling, rolling. No, you, you know what? I, I think because um, we were never taught that. We were never told that. Very true. You know? I don't know that. Well, I don't we didn't ever really remember get, a conversation we didn't get any, about yeah, that we didn't, in we my know, house. And no, I'll take it back. You know, yeah, that, that too. That as well. It was never a conversation of, hey, you should have this vision or start setting up your goals and things like that. That was never a conversation I had. Not that I remember, at least now. I remember like having goals. Like my mom, she was big on what do you want, especially when I got into high school. Yeah. What do you want to do after high school? Now, yeah, granted, but... she didn't really like what I wanted to do. But she's like, what do you want to be when you grow up? Like, what are your goals? Yeah. And at the time, I only had one answer, and that was to be in the United States Air Force. And she was like, no. Yeah, no, nah, yeah. And she was like, well, do you want to get married and have kids? And I'm like, yeah. And I had a timeline for that. Yeah. But I didn't really, like, set intentional goals and visions. Like, my my ideal family was to be married and to have a boy and a girl, which I got. Thank you, Jesus. But there was never any... I never thought about whether I wanted my husband to be saved in the church. Yeah. What type of lifestyle I wanted to live. I never thought about that. No, you know what? And, the, you know, you brought up a good point. I think I think it's just a different way of thinking now. Not because, you know, the times are different and people, you know, we're, we're, we're better parents or better people than our parents. But I think the mindset has changed because you had some people that were talking about goals. Absolutely. But it's how to achieve those goals and what's the game plan yeah and so i think now for us it's a little better where it's like okay yes what do you want to be when you grow up i want to be this 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 okay let's start developing a plan to see if you really want to get there i think you have you know parents who say what do you want to be when you grow up and they go awesome you can do whatever you want to they're empowering them daily you want to be a doctor you can be a doctor you want to be a doctor you can be a doctor instead of saying let's see what kind of doctor okay you want to be a veterinarian how can I put you in positions to grow in that purpose, to grow in that calling, to really see if if that's you know if that's what it is? And I think now it's a more of a and I know for us specifically, it's we want to have a hands-on approach, not force, not force. I want you guys to mistake. I'm saying not force, but it's it's a okay. This if this is what you're interest, interested in. I'm gonna be mindful about how I talk about that thing. I'm gonna be mindful about what I have you watch. I'm gonna be mindful about the the activities I put you in because I want to nurture what that specific purpose and calling is. And also just takes effort on the parents' part to really seek God for what he has for their children. Um I don't think at I know at I know at seventeen God told me what he wanted me to do, but I don't think at five and six and seven well, he could. I take that back. I'm not gonna. I mean, I've heard. You just don't remember. Yeah. Well, no. I mean, I've heard. I've heard pastors say that you know they remember when they were eight years old, 
the skies opening up and them getting the vision and them preaching and it's you know thirty years later and they're on the pulpit. <laughs> you yeah, know? but you don't remember. No, I don't. No, absolutely not. I don't. I mean, if even if I tried to meditate on it, I mean, God would probably show me, but off the top of my head, I can't. But I mean, but what I what I what I make what I what I what I intend to impress upon you is just making sure that you have concrete goals as a collective uh, in your home. Um, and really sit down and write those. We you know we had a family meeting uh, last year, uh, ended towards the end of last year. What's the goal for 2018? And I think that was um, very, very well thought out, very well laid out to say, these are the goals. Okay, let's let's start putting things in place to get them. Okay, Bailey's on the way. Okay, Autumn is getting, you know, she's getting stronger. She's getting smarter. Her, you know, she's starting to develop, so, you know, certain certain likings for certain things, food for certain music, for certain activities, how are we going to cultivate that in 2018? So it's just really being intentional and open lines of communication with your, with anybody. I mean, it just goes along with friendship as well, you know, making sure that you have a vision for your friendship. It's so weird saying that because nobody really really does. Like, what, like, we're friends. Like, what's the vision for our will? Like, do we want to become best friends? Do we want to, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, who really has that conversation? We're friends, but is this, are you here for a season? Right. Or... Like, what kind of friend do you want? Yeah. And I mean, yo. Because I don't have too many friends. Yeah, that's true. Because what I expect from a friend, a lot of people don't want, which is fine. And accountability is one of those things. A lot of people don't want to be held accountable. Yeah. I want to be able to tell you, I want to experience the high and the lows with you. Yeah. People say they're your friends, but when you get low and you be like, oh, I can't go out this weekend because I need to save for this. You don't ever want to do nothing. And then next thing you know. They didn't forget about you. Yeah. There's a, as a, I don't know if it's, it's a saying or a meme, whatever you want to call it, but it's um, stop stop being available or stop adding value and see, you know, or, you know, not, not purposely to hurt people, but stop, just kind of take a step back, start saying no to some stuff and see how your, see how your friends react to it. The ones who kind of, kind of tuck tail and run, those aren't really your friends. The ones that are really trying to empower you and get you back to a good space or, you know, even though you're kind of like saying, I'm just going to step, take a step back. Who want to experience those highs? Who want to experience those lows with you? Those are your friends. Um, so yeah, so just be intentional about the vision you have for your household, for your friends and really make that, make that deliberate and, and intentional. Um, so we're, I'm, I'm going to jump down to how do we hold each other accountable? Um, you want to take that? Yeah, take that. <laughs> nah, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Do you really want me to? I yeah. think. Yeah. So I'm laughing because um, my lovely husband was sitting on the couch and I said, we, we are supposed to record the podcast on Saturday. But the way our calendar and life set up, <laughs> that don't really happen. So we didn't record yesterday. Um... So it's now Tuesday. And I said, honey, are we going to record? He said, if you want to. Now, I didn't say this out loud, but in my head I was like, it's not if I want to, it has to get done. So he'll sometimes, especially if it's late, because usually we have to wait until our toddler goes to bed. Because if not, you're going to hear a whole bunch of screaming and yelling and dancing yep. and singing and a whole bunch of other stuff. So it's usually late when we're recording. And I get it. I completely understand he gets tired. But what I have to remind him of is that I'm not asking you, do you want to record? Because 
I want to be sitting up here all night recording either. But this is what we said we were going to do. And it's a part of the ministry. This is what has to be done. Yeah. So I think one of the biggest keys in holding each other accountable is reminding each other of the goals that we have set. Like we have a whiteboard that has goals on them. Or we'll tell each other, hey, this is what I'm working on. And every now and then, if we notice, if one notices that the other is falling off or they haven't said anything about it, They'll say, hey, so what happened to whatever you're trying to do? Yeah. Um, And it's not it's not to be like, well, you said you was going to do this and you ain't doing it. You failing and anything like that. It's just to keep us on track and to let the other one know that you're, you support them in this. Yeah. And a lot of times with the goals that I have, I usually end up asking him for his opinion, advice, because I'm like... I can see what I want, but when it comes to like putting it on paper or doing uh, something, that's where I get stuck at. Yeah. And now eventually what happens is I won't do it yeah. because I get stuck. So I tell him I'm very good about verbalizing what I see and he helps me to actually get it on paper or type it up or do whatever it is that I need to do. Um, so that's the biggest way. Yeah. That I know with, uh, well, you know, and we do that very often where it's kind of like, um, how does this look or, or would this be a good idea or kind of bouncing ideas off each other. But I know, um, with mine, just, you know, it's the most recent example. The goal for 2018 was to write the second book. And, um, she asked me a couple of times, she was like, Hey, what, what's up with that book you're supposed to be writing? And, you know, I had to be honest. It's like, I, you know, I started it and I stopped. And it wasn't, you know, the reason why I stopped specifically wasn't because it was I just got lazy and didn't want to do it. I, I really think that it it's not a good time to put that type of book out um, because of the transition I'm going through as far as with my, with I wouldn't say my genre of speaking, but my style of speaking, my intent, things like that. It's just, you know, so I had to really be humble and say, yeah, you know. I know it was a goal that I set out, but the timetable has changed and this is coming up. And so it opened up, opened up a door where she's like, oh, I didn't know about that. You know, and it, but it's like, tell me more so I can hold you accountable. I mean, even with, you know, me finishing up grad school, um, we don't really, we, we like to joke around and say, all right, I'm putting my, putting my business partner hat on or I'm putting my best friend hat on. And we, you know, it took us a little while to kind of, get into that space where, okay, she took her, she, she has her best friend hat on. So what she's about to say is not going to be, it's not going to be the most pleasant, you know, she, you know, it's going to step on your toes a little bit, but it's for, it's for love, you know, correction and love. And it's awesome to have that uh, type of, type of response and responsibility because you no, know, not, it's not like I'm no longer your wife and your, I'm your best friend. All it's all one and the same, but it's, it's to, it's to, it's the preparatory command to get ready for the for the direction. Yeah. Because you know? the wife and the best friend yeah. and the business, they come at you a little differently. Yeah. Because when I my business hat on, I mean what I say and that's what I want to see. Yeah. It, and that's the good part about, you know, being have being accountable. Um, some, and, uh, you know, and I remember I was, I was in one of my one of my coaching groups and somebody asked um, what, what was some advice if you're getting into business with, with your spouse and you had a lot of people that were just like, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. It causes a rift. 
and you know it all depends on the it all depends on the on the person now this is where the division comes in because if you're trying to start a business and your spouse has no interest in the business it's gonna be very hard to get them on board now what i'm not saying is because the spouse is not interested at that time that you shouldn't do the business but i think like we sat down we talked for about a month because i said man i want to start speaking and then one day i was like Hey, what if we create a business where we spoke? My initial response to that was, you do you. I will support you. Yeah. I will be in the background. I will send your emails. Make sure you look nice. Do your scheduling. I'm not doing anything where my face needs to be seen. Like, I don't even want people to know my name. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? You know, and and that's, that, that's a good point you say that because, I mean, again, essentially, originally, it was... Do you boo boo, you know? But I think uh, as we started coming up with the name and what was going to be the intent and all that kind of stuff, she started to get more and more excited about it. Um, not only was I excited for me to have it, but I think excited because of the possibilities of what was to come. But that still didn't that still didn't make it any easier for us to kind of say, okay, we're going we're going to pay the money to get the to get the licensing to get you know to get certified and to say we have this actual business. Like I said, we talked about it for about a month. And we really try, had to get on one accord and pray about it. And as well as things, you know, when it comes to the accountability piece, you have to be in in one accord with your spouse. Um, if you're not, then you're gonna have that division. You're gonna have that strife. You're gonna have that resentment because you're not on one you're not on one page. And you know, even when you hold each other accountable, because if you are deep in the business and your spouse isn't, but you told your spouse who's not deep into the business, you want to do something like, oh, well, what about the emails you're supposed to send out? Now when you you now you're defensive because it's like how are you gonna tell me about something you don't enjoy? So that's where you have the issues, that's where you have the the head bunning and the and the um the discord. But yeah, no, the accountability is very, very important when you're talking about goals and purpose and passion with your spouse in terms of um success and things like that. And it's not a one way thing. Yeah. Like you can't you can't hold your spouse accountable, but then not allow them to hold you accountable because it just don't work that way. You can tell them. So if you, let's say I have a goal, my goal is to be healthy, not to hit a certain weight number, but to be healthy and eat right. So I have longevity and long life with my family. And his goal may be that he actually wants to get to a certain weight. I can't say... I can't go to him and say, hey, babe, you know, I noticed that you're going in the opposite direction on the scale. So maybe we should change something that you're doing in your diet to figure out where the issue is. Yeah. And he is receptive, receptive to that and says, OK. But then he comes to me and say, hey, babe, I noticed that, you know, you've been eating more brownies and popcorn and you're not eating actual <laughs> food. I can't get upset and be like, well, that's because I've been running around after your kids all day and I don't have time to eat and I can't make excuses. And yeah. that's what happens a lot in accountability when people have accountability partners. They, unless, unless there is an understanding that only one person is being held accountable for something because they have a, they have an issue and the other person has overcome that, then you should be able to receive accountability just like you're able to give it. And I think that's where yes. a lot of people's issues come in at. 
Yeah, and that's a that's a whole different podcast. We talking about how to how to communicate that. Mm-hmm. You know how to how to not only receive the correction and love, but also how to give it <clears throat> and not feel some type of way. And it goes back to the last, the last <laughs> podcast we did. But we're talking about being humble. We're talking about being able, being able to receive as well as being able to give, but being humble in both areas to say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this and I'm going to say it with humility because I know how it might make you feel, but I'm also going to be receptive to your response and say that is a natural response. Now let's work through it. Um, no, that's, that's a very good point. Very good point. There's one more point I want to make before we let you all go. In holding each other accountable, we also have others that hold us accountable. And I say that that it's important because I will let my sister know that, hey, this is what I'm trying to do. These are my goals. Because sometimes what happens is my husband will tell me that I'm slacking or that I should adjust something. And I'm like, I'm tired of hearing your suggestions. Just shut up and leave me alone. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, but then my sister can come to me and say the same thing. And I'm like, wow, really? (laughs) But when that happens, what I then have to face is the fact that she'll tell me, I just told you the same thing your husband just said. So now you need to go back to him because he is your accountability partner and adjust your attitude. So I think that's a that's a, another key important element in holding each other accountable is having people that hold you accountable outside of that and letting them know that, hey, my spouse is supposed to be holding me accountable and I'm supposed to be holding them accountable, but I'm not really feeling what they got to say so yeah. that they can help you when you're having or when you're having difficulty receiving from them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's good. That's good. You always want to find. I think I mentioned it before. Having those tiers of of mentorship and guidance. You know, having someone that is further along with you, and whatever the field is, or whatever the area is, if it's marriage, if it's faith, if it's um, your career, if it's just you know in health, you always want to have those people to be able to point you in the right direction, to be able to tell you when you're getting off course to say, Hey, this, you know, this is where you need to go. This is how you need to operate. Um, but no, that was really good. That was really good. Maybe next week I'll let you do it by yourself. Hey, so next week you probably won't hear from me. You'll probably hear from, from I get some from, freedom. From I'm just um, kidding. So no, but be on the lookout. So like, like, like Cheney mentioned, uh, be on the, the short term goal is to, is to create a, uh, a life coaching program. Um, and it's, you know, and when we say life coaching, it's it's part of the ministry. Um, we are very, we, you know, like I, you guys put me, have you seen me put everywhere we were born to serve. And I think one of the biggest things uh, for, for all people is they, they don't have, they don't have certain mentors and certain coaches and people to be able to pour life into them on a regular basis. So I think what needs to happen is there has to be people that would, that others will allow to enter in their life for a reason to help mold and to help guide them. And that, that's, that's what we're doing with, uh, with, with the various um, life coaching uh, services we'll, we'll, we'll begin to offer. I know um, I'm getting into the life coaching uh, uh, process as well. 
you guys have probably seen I'm a um, neuro-linguistic programming uh, practitioner as well as a cognitive behavioral therapy practitioner uh, as well as a certified life coach in three or four different areas um, a lot of the information that I have that Che and I share you know, she's just as well versed and very 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 well experienced when it comes to talking to people understanding the emotions of people understanding body language understanding the words that they say and really deciphering it for the better so be put you know be on the lookout for the you know for the life coaching uh, side of royal fire um or i'm sorry under the umbrella <laughs> of royal fire um as well as just keep a lookout look uh, keep an eye out for us when we're you know we're chasing 10,000 students man so if you're listening to this podcast and you have any connections uh, please send them our way we would love to come out and speak to your youth speak to your students and speak to your, you know, your youth groups and your programs. Uh, I don't know. Other than that, follow us on Instagram, Royal underscore Fire underscore. Follow us on Twitter, one Royal Fire. You can easily find us on Facebook. As many things that we share, it's all <laughs> over the place. Um, Trying to think of any any upcoming events. Uh, May fourth and May fifth, the Man on Fire webinar with myself and uh, Mr. Michael Walton. We'll be doing a all male, all men's. Um, just lifestyle webinar. Um, that'll be May 4th, May 5th. April 21st is the Women in Action Conference here in Phoenix, Arizona at the Phoenix Convention Center. Um, phenomenal event. I can't wait to just be in, in, the, in the building and you know, give my, um, my two cents. It's a women's conference, but there's a, father, uh, a fatherhood panel. So I'm pretty sure the, the question is going to be amazing. Um, there's other things that we're doing. I always, you know, be on the lookout for the blog uh, with Cheney's blog, Queen's Court, on RoyalFireLLC.com. Amazing blogs with great information, with uh, just features from other individuals, and really, that's that's just the blog where where Cheney just really pours out everything as a mom, as a wife, as a business owner, as a writer, as a speaker, as a coach, everything. As a human. As a human, <laughs> yeah, it's poured out into that blog. Be on the lookout for the book. Be on the lookout for all kinds of things, man. We, we're rocking and rolling. You know, God is good. He's really been blessing us with vision and understanding and revelation. Um, so I'm excited. Be on the lookout for love, sex, and relation tips. Then the, now we'll have, we'll, uh, there will be a launch party in, in June for Decide to Thrive, um, which is a ministry that we are connected with very, very intimately. And uh, that's one of the other things we've, we've been called to is, is to serve that ministry and to serve the end of, you know serve uh, Greg and and Sarita in the kingdom as well as you know any way that God places in their life. So yeah, a lot of stuff is going on, man. It's it's getting hot and heavy. Right. But other than that, you guys please continue to send us your prayers. Continue to send us your your questions that you want us to tackle on the podcast. Keep them coming cuz it keeps us gainfully employed. <laughs> Uh, I don't want to just go to go to Google and, and pull up topics. I want to talk about real things that we're all talking about, you know, dealing with and really working through. Okay. So always remember you are a solution to a problem. The biggest thing I don't want you to do, I don't want you to look to yourself for the problem, but look to God for the solutions. It's a great day to be alive. Have an amazing day. <laughs>